0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of The Now Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
1: All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. They have a late-night menu. They have 136 draft beers. They have a 50-foot TV. It's 38 days until... Saints football. That's how close we are. We have actual camp. You go to the well, Pelican closer
2: than that for preseason, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: preseason. Go to the go to the Pelican House for preseason. Get your drink on, man. It's football is football even though preseason football is only fun for like 10 minutes. Go to the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. You should support them because they support us. All right, thank the baby Jesus. Ser-
2: seriously, you re- you realize Saints Patriots is in 10 days. 10 days. <laughs> yeah
1: fantastic and here's the thing um, with Saints training camp uh, the the optimism is running uh, over uh, the Saints actually made a move right before the podcast which and, it, and Andrew it actually ties in well to what a, a, a question I was asking you today uh, while we were not doing work and talking Saints football was I asked you, why are the Saints playing Pete at left tackle if he needs to be getting reps at guard? And maybe they brought back yeah. Tony Hill so they can slide him over to guard?
2: Mm, no, Tony Hills was more of a tackle when he played for the Saints. So I, I think that's just a trade one for one. You know, Riker Matthews is the guy that got hurt, uh, who's a tackle, and so I think they just brought Tony Hills, in. and you'll remember Tony Hills being a guy that. Played a little bit last year, uh, didn't look too good the times he was in there. That's um, not but true. He's he played that had... in that
1: Atlanta game, that first Atlanta game.
2: Yeah, he was atrocious.
1: They won though. They did. So he's won it. It's like a quarterback stat, man. He gets all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that's a Tony Hills Vince, win. Vince man. Young
2: just
0: wins Vince Young just wins playoff that's games, right. baby. That's
1: right.
2: That's
0: right.
1: If you can give wins don't to forget, don't forget don't forget Why can't I give wins to fourth string offensive lineman
2: Um, no i I have no retort for that (laughs) you win
1: all right so um and and before the show started we were dave was bringing up a point um that michael thomas might be the most hyped up saints camp player ever for sure the hell after five days but dave here is my theory
2: He's he's a love child of Adrian Arrington, Anime Ojo, Chase Lyman, Mike Haas, and Andy Tanner on goat Blood and Steroids.
1: Here's the thing, though. This is God, the re-
0: Mike Haas. This
1: is the reason why we didn't have social <laughs> we didn't have social media with vines and uploaded video to Twitter and Facebook of Andy Tanner making one handed catches the first that day. Was
3: very, that, 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 yes, that was around during Andy Tanner's time.
1: I don't remember Andy Tanner making one-handed Andy head- Tanner
3: was not making those plays. That's the problem. dude. No, I watched there that. were no
1: Vines
2: back
3: there then. Were there were no, Vi- were no Vines, I watched Dave. that thing
2: like
1: 50
3: First times. First of all, Andy Tanner was on the team last year, wasn't he? Wasn't he in training camp last year?
1: <laughs>
2: like two years ago.
1: Kevin, dead They ser-
3: had Vine two years ago.
1: De- Kevin, dead serious question. And thanks to everybody in the Fantasy Leagues, they are full. We are going 12 teams. It's It's going to be awesome. Kevin, serious question. Michael Thomas. Well, hold hold un- on, hold on, hold on. Real quick don- on the
2: fantasy. Hold on, real quick on the fantasy. If you're in the leagues, please go by your normal name as your team name. Don't make some silly name where
0: we'll have no idea who you are.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but, Kevin, serious question. No, no,
0: no. Auction league, auction league, be whoever you want to be. <laughs> name your team, whatever. God damn it. Because you're in the auction league. So... If you want to be in the auction league, if you want to have an offensive name, provided it's not like too insane, be my guest.
1: Yeah, but Kevin. Seriously, well,
0: it's not an offensive thing. It's just how do you even know who you're
2: playing? How do you know? How I, do you even know who I to tra- talk that. trash to on Twitter? I don't even know.
1: Who, I don't need to know who I'm beating to win. You just need to know that, Kevin Michael Thomas over under fifty dollars in the in the Saints Happy Hour auction Jesus league.
0: Jesus Christ you uh <laughs> 51 <laughs> <All right>.
1: enough <laughs> fantasy football talk i might bid it all yeah. i don't want to i don't want to ruin that kid's career um but here's here's the thing with uh saints camp is dave the optimism is just like flowing like wa- they had they had four glowing features on roman harper and we're not even a week into this thing like yeah. the uh so, so here's a game that, that I that I uh, I want to play and I'm gonna read an actual Saints training camp headline that either the New Orleans advocate or Nola com or WWL wrote and I'm gonna read it to each I'm gonna read it to one of you guys I'm gonna read you the headline but then you tell me the honest headline what it really means you understand what I'm saying <laughs>
3: mm-hmm
1: so uh,
3: I feel like we need theme music to this <laughs> So, uh, Kevin, go ahead, Ralph.
1: Uh, this is the first headline. Ke- Kevin, can Vaughn Bell play a similar rookie role with the Saints as Green Bay's Demarius Randall? I can't hear you with Dave. <laughs> Dave's got the worst news. All right, all right. All right. I'm done. Let me. Let me. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Go ahead.
3: Uh, I was just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, Ralph, you go. You go, Ralph.
1: This. This. Let me see. Let's see. Mark Ingram poised to become. Wait. What happened
3: to the original question? You, you didn't even get an answer to the first one.
1: Well, no, because you you uh, distracted me and I didn't like that.
3: You hijacked you? it. You <laughs> ruined
2: it.
1: You. You, <laughs> you. Dave and his his kazoo. Uh, <laughs> S- Kevin, Saints Young DBs Brimming with Confidence. What does that really mean?
0: Uh, wait, the, the original headline is Saints Young DBs Brimming with Confidence. Uh, young players unaware they may have their asses handed to them <laughs> in the regular season. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's And and good and accurate. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Can't, uh, Andrew, stop. Andrew, stop. Can't, God, stop. Can't, Andrew, can't guard Mike. Saints rookie wide receiver Michael Thomas best in camp so far. What's the real meaning of that headline? There's
0: no distance too far for the perfect trip. <gasps> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The
2: spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We should be terrified about how awful every other receiver (laughs) on the roster is looking. (laughs) Dave.
1: Kobe Fleener working to get on same page as Drew Brees.
2: Um,
3: that means so far he's sucking and dropping balls. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but and and has the <laughs> C.J. Spiller
2: playbook memory issues. Yeah. Oh, lord! That that means uh, you know
3: he's got a lot of upside. That's what that means.
2: <laughs>
1: Saints, <laughs> Saints tackle. The the tremendous been,
3: upside. The, yeah, the, the headline should have just been Kobe Fleener has tremendous upside.
1: Saints tackle Andres Pete is in shape and playing well at his second training camp. Well, I'd hope so against the worst defensive line in the NFL. The number one pick from last year looks like he possibly might not be a bust.
2: What that means, he's not not hyperventilating after two Uh, (laughs) up-downs.
1: Andrew, Saints, P.J. William showing promise in his return from hamstring injury.
2: What that means, he's not on IR yet this year.
1: He's not. Hmm. <laughs> oh, Kevin Ingram climbing Saints' career rushing list, but that's not his focus. Did Kevin mute himself. Oh no. No,
0: no, I didn't.
3: He's thinking. He's thinking.
1: I'm
0: thinking. God damn it, Ingram! Ingram not paying attention to reaching. Barely significant milestone. <laughs> <laughs> or Ingram, And you see, y'all are cheating at this. I'm trying to give headline responses here. Right, right. Jairus
1: Bird looking to bounce back this year. And when he bounced, this, me? And when he bounced, he injured his knee. You no, that'll be me. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Is this me? uh, Cam Jordan... Dave, this is the last one. Cam Jordan looks to be... Yeah, hold
2: on. Hold on, Jairus Bird trying to bounce back, but God knows his checks aren't going to bounce. No. no. <laughs> Jairus F- Bird has nowhere to go but up.
1: Credit to Fletcher <laughs> Mackle. He had a report Sunday. He he worked in Cam Jordan, Ingram, Bird, and P.J. Williams, and C.J. Spiller. It was like the most optimistic morning training camp report I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> That's typical Mackle.
1: Uh. no this is this is a good this he went
3: full mackle on that one this
1: is a this is a good one i don't uh dave i guess i'll give this one to you frequent missed assignments alignment errors are becoming a thing of the past for the saints defense
2: um
3: that means uh that headline should be rob ryan still not defensive coordinator of saints
1: (laughs) 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 i love this honest headline game i I really do.
3: Wait, what was the one with Cam Jordan? You skipped a bunch. You oh, came, I just –
1: Cam, Cam Jordan healthy at start of camp. Oh. That was it.
3: That's pretty. That's uh, a pretty yeah. obvious uh, headline. I
1: mean, oh, we got to um, – you know, Andrew, you have a bet with uh, Barry from
3: uh, – I do. Barry Hurstius.
1: Barry Hurstius. <laughs> He's got like seven undrafted free agents making the team. So That's great. I, I, I saw wow. a couple of the names that he really liked. I saw they were actually looking – sounded pretty good by the Barry's,
3: time. Barry's gone, Barry's gone full mackle. Barry's <laughs> gone wild.
1: Are you Are you worried that you might have to pay up to Barry that all these undrafted rookies are going to make the team?
2: I mean, I I bet 200 bucks. I think it was. That's, and really? I look forward to collecting it, but I mean – The only thing that stopped me from betting my mortgage was that I kind of felt bad for the guy. Like I I felt (laughs) bad. I mean, it's literally like the guys that. And I'm not talking practice squad. Not I'm not talking practice squad. I'm talking the roster. I'm talking talking practice squad. These four guys actually have to make the 53 man roster opening week. They do. It's like talking about practice. It's like it's like Devontae Harris, um, Jack Allen. Uh, RJ Harris and some other guy whose name I can't even remember. And, and all die. four, and all die. four of them have to make the roster for him to get two hundred bucks. So I mean, and and he was proclaiming this after OTAs. No no one no one had been in pads. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and he had decided that four undrafted rookies and he's like, were Look. gonna make the rock. He's like, and the
1: thing is, he, he was like the coaches are really excited. They, they 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 were speaking highly of him. And then I dropped the thing on I said, Ditka talked about how amazing Troy Davis looked in minicamp to my friend.
2: <laughs> Ooh. You know? Yeah.
1: He was small yeah. but slow. Uh So, before we get to Twitter questions, we got to get to the Elite Eight of the Saints' worst quarterback bracket. Um, So, number one seed, Andrew, Heath Schuler, Doug Nussmeier, number nine seed, who you got?
2: Okay, so this is actually closer for me than than you might think. And and here's the deal. They both started – in 1997, they, they played on the same team. Nussmeyer was a backup to Shuler. Nussmeyer started one game. He did. He he threw three picks. He was sacked six times. No touchdowns. He threw for a whopping 183 yards uh, on the way to the Saints getting bombed at home 20-3 by the Falcons. That's right. Nussmeyer put up three points uh, that was a team, the Falcons, at the time, by the way, who had the same exact record as the Saints, at four and eight. So they were not good, um, but uh, they destroyed the Saints twenty to three. Uh, there was no offense to speak of. how they scored three? Uh, I, 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 Morton Anderson bombed a field goal. Um, <laughs> I was, I was at that game, and I, I just remember it. I mean, for me, that's why Nussmeier belongs in this tournament. Experiencing that start. Was arguably the most terrific performance I've ever seen by a quarterback yeah. in person in Saints history. Man, uh, and I remember that game very well, and it scarred me for life. I remember Warfel um,
1: not crossing midfield when they got yeah, they, the, so, the shutout streak ended under dicka The Saints hadn't been shut out in like 185 straight games, despite of all their years.
2: Yeah, and, and then they got it. and then they got shut out in back to back games. Yep. Yep. Um, so, you know, he, Schuller had, was there the same season. I mean, he statistically had one of the most horrible seasons of all of, of in NFL history he had two touchdowns and 14 interceptions, but his record was four and five. So it was actually like as horrible as he was statistically, the team did much better with him than anyone else that season. They were four and five with Schuler. They were two and five with everyone else. Yeah. Um, so This is actually a lot closer than me, and I think for personal reasons, going to that game uh, that I just remember, I'm going to pick Nussmeier.
1: Kevin, who you got? So tough,
0: so tough. I'm going to go Nussmeier.
1: Ooh, I'm going to Schuler. I'm going to go Schuler because man, I mean, Schuler was if 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 Ditka had been either right about Schuler or like drafted Jake Plummer or got the quarterback like kinda right. Like I think the Saints would have made the playoffs one year under like that they, they Ditka they get had a pretty good defense under him. And you know, they got Lamar Smith and they 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 like they're just their quarterback was atrocious. I mean if he would have got the quarterback right, Ditka era might have been Kind of fun. Um, so I gotta go, Schuler. So I guess.
2: Okay, I'm I'm uh, tweeting this out right now. All right,
1: Kevin, number four seed Ken Stabler, number five seed Billy Joe Tolliver.
3: Another tough one. It's tough. Who is it?
0: Ken Stabler. Ken Stabler and Billy Joe, Joe Tolliver. God damn. Didn't they trade up for Tolliver? No, they didn't trade no. up for that. They just claimed him he was off. a free agent. They claimed
1: him off waivers when Billy Joe Hobert okay. ruptured his Achilles.
0: Okay. I I feel weird picking Stabler. Like I, my gut says pick Stabler. I feel weird picking Stabler at this point because,
3: like,
0: mm. it's just like the like. I, I, I just don't think Saints QB when I think of Ken Stabler, and I know I know we're not supposed to factor in the you know anything they've done elsewhere. It's just fuck, uh, fuck it, Ken Stabler. I'm going
2: with my gut.
1: Andrew, who you got?
2: All right, and by the way, thanks to John Hendricks as well as C. Neeland, um, they both voted for Schuler, so that that's that's your tiebreaker right there. So. Schuler advances um, for this one. It's tough again. I, this is really close for me, but I mean, I, I'm just looking at the stats here. You know, Stabler was 11 and 11 in 22 starts and, and being 500 in saints history as a quarterback. It, it was very, very hard to do. Very few quarterbacks in team history have a 500 or better record. Um, Tolliver was two and nine. Um so much, much worse as a starter. Uh their rating during their time as a Saint, very comparable. Sixty nine point two for Tolliver, sixty-two point four for Stabler. Um, you know, personally, again, I was in the in the dome and I had season tickets and I lived in New Orleans at the time. So I, I saw all of Tolliver's home starts in person at that at that time and it was miserable. Um so maybe it's recency biased and the fact that it was kind of more in my lifetime. Uh, but I would pick Tolliver.
1: I'm going to pick Ken Stabler. And if and here's my reason, Andrew. If you can go off of one game of Doug Nussmeier, I want to read you Ken Stabler's stats in the biggest game in Saints history up to that point in 1983. They were playing the Rams at home. Winner goes to the playoffs, clinches the last wild card. Ken Stabler was 8 of 14 for 95 yards, one touchdown, one interception that the Rams returned for a touchdown.
2: Oh, that doesn't sound that bad.
1: And? He got sacked. I'm sorry. No, he had, I'm sorry. He had two interceptions. Both returned for a touchdown. Both returned for touchdowns. And he got sacked for a safety. The Rams did not score an offensive touchdown and won the game 26-24. And Ken Stabler was personally responsible for 16 of their points. I mean, I know it was 7-7, seven and seven, but that 83 defense for the Saints was young. That's one and, game. And really – that team was young and really good. I mean, nine touchdowns,
3: is...
2: eighteen picks. I vote. You You could make the argument you comparing that... an eleven and eleven record to a two and nine record. Yeah, you could make the argument that Drew Brees has lost a game or two on his own. Uh,
1: so what do we have in this one? What's the, what's the score for this one?
3: Well, I haven't voted, but I'm voting for Tolliver.
1: Oh, so it's going to
3: be—is
1: it two-two or three-one?
2: I think it's two-two. Do two. you no. voted uh, Tolliver, s- right? Or who? wait? No, I yeah.
1: voted Ken Stabler. And I yeah, voted so Ken Stabler. Two, two. So 2-2, two, two. fire that out on the internet.
2: All right, here we go. All
1: right. Uh, Kevin, Carl Sweeten, Ed Hargett. Sweetan. Sweetan and Ed Hargett. Who you got?
2: <laughs> no. <I don't> <sighs> oh, God. These guys didn't play much, but statistically they are both
0: Horrible.
1: I feel like, well, I'll, like, I'll go Switan. I feel like Switan because he tried to sell the playbook. I feel like that's the tiebreaker.
0: That's, that's yeah. <laughs> I feel Sweet like Tan. I feel like. that's uh, the Ted. That's the Ted. Greg. That's uh, the Ted Gregory right there. I
1: feel like. I feel like that's <laughs> the. I feel like that's the trump card. So I'm going Switan. Dave, who you got?
3: Um, I don't know. I mean. Sweeten only played what one three, year? Three
2: starts, three yeah. starts.
3: Um. So.
2: The Hargett only had seven starts.
3: Yeah, but he was with the team for three years. Let me see. Hold on, I'm looking at his. I'm looking at his, at his QB rating here. Oh, he had a uh, <laughs> oh decision made. <laughs> Sweeten had a 12.6 rating. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: 12.6. Man. I feel like yeah. I, I didn't know it could go that low. I thought that I thought it, I thought like 58 was the lowest it could go, <laughs> or 53 or something. Uh, so I'm voting for Sweeten. That's terrible. That's fucking Andrew. terrible. Sweeten.
1: Far a clean. sweet uh, This one is this one. He is, had one.
3: Wait. He had one touchdown and nine interceptions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gary Quazzo, the three yeah. seed. Dave Wilson, the six seed. I'm going Gary Quazo because. I reread really the Saints' history, uh, who at history? In that book, one of the reasons they picked Quazzo, and I shit you not, and, get, and, and Buddy D told me this is John Meekham said Gary Quazzo he looks phenomenal on his football card, and that was one of the reasons they traded for him. So I gotta go Quazzo because of that. Andrew, who you got?
2: Well, Dave Wilson was the first pick overall in the supplemental draft, and he played with the team for nine years, I think. They, they, would, they refused to get rid of him. It was the worst. Yeah. Um, and, and he could never become a starter. He was always a backup. Yeah. Um, I think statistically, you look at it, wins and losses, stats, it, it's pretty comparable. I mean, Wilson played more. Uh, I mean, I, honestly, I think you know, Quazo was a colossal bust based on what they invested in him. And so was Wilson. But I think Wilson was Played more. just a stain on the franchise for longer. Wilson so must, I, have, I been really Wilson. Nice
1: kept, must have been a really nice like, guy. At he,
2: least they ripped the Band-Aid off Quazo pretty yeah, quick.
1: The thing is with Wilson, though, I feel like he must have been a nice guy. Like, you need coffee, Coach? You need me to wash towels? Like, he, he must have been, like, really – they must have really just liked to have him around. But anyway, Kevin, who you got?
2: Uh, Quazzo. Dave. Quazo.
1: Oh, Quazo goes through to the, to the final four.
2: Yeah, um, Stabler uh, wins easily. There were a, pe- a few people that responded, and yes. they all picked so Stabler. So we
1: have we have Heath Schuler versus Ken Stabler, but Andrew, that means your bracket held up really well because you have one versus four, and two versus three in the bracket.
2: The yeah, we're, sorry. What was the score of Quazo? Is three one? Three one. Yeah. yeah.
1: So your okay. your bracket ended up being. Right yeah, on. you
2: were you were really complaining about I was. my was. Your brackets looks is on, pretty damn good it, to me.
1: Your Brackets on point, man. So, um, next week we'll do the final four. Um, all right, we have a ton of uh, Twitter questions, so let's try to get to them. Um, when my, this is from Freaking About Football, Kevin. When Michael Thomas becomes a Hall of Famer, will he write a book like his uncle?
0: Will he write a book? I I don't get the question. Keyshawn so. Johnson
1: <laughs> is his uncle.
0: Oh, uh, I don't have a joke. I I I, I got I nothing on that. I'm just I will say,
1: say interesting. Yeah. I think I'm I th- gonna say no. Yeah, you can say no. I, Andrew, do you think Thomas might be the first yeah. diva the saint diva saint receiver that they've had since Joe Horn? I think the potential is there.
3: Uh, I don't know. He's the, only, he's the only player on the Saints I know that has been referred to very regularly by his
2: Twitter handle.
1: Yeah.
2: Which is what? Can't guard Mike. Can't, can't guard Mike. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he's got the uh, hashtag and then, sh- I don't know if you've seen that, but it, it, I think it's kind of like, you know, don't say anything. Let them ignore me, and I'm gonna let my play on the field do the talking. That's a lie. So, he's gonna be dancing and yeah, dancing like a something. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lie. I'm sure he's gonna call attention to himself eventually, but but he is kind of sticking by that mentality so far. So that's
1: a lie.
2: I, I will say maybe not. I, right. Could I don't know for sure.
1: Kevin, could a squad com- comprised of only undrafted free agents beat the Mike get, Mike Ditka Saints? Like if they time traveled from this like 2015 undrafted free agents beat the 97 Mike Dicka Saints, I don't know. What do you think,
2: Kevin?
0: Uh, so, so well so the 99 taking, Dicka
2: team was the worst. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, but wait, wait a second. Wait, we're taking undrafted free agents present day.
1: Present day, could they beat the Mike Ditka? Putting
0: them in a time traveling machine and sending them back to face Ditka. Yeah. And this is ninety nine Ditka. Um, I'm assuming no, 97 that the undrafted Ditka. free no. ninety seven Ditka. Okay, I'm assuming. I'm assuming then that the undrafted free agents are at least given time to practice and prepare. Um, I will say, I will say that the Ditka Saints end up winning, but it ends up being one of the ugliest goddamn games <laughs> ever played. Probably. like we're talking like a thirteen. We're talking like a thirteen to ten game. Maybe even lower than that. Yeah.
2: I would also want to know which quarterback Dick is using because he used about seven that <laughs> yeah. year.
1: Yeah. If he uses Billy Joe Holbert, they could win by like ten. But if he uses yeah. if he's using Tolliver <laughs> or Werfelman... who?
2: Or or Nussmeyer.
1: Dave, has there ever been a rookie more hyped after only five days of camp? That's from Joe Shot.
3: Then Michael Thomas. Yeah. No, we just talked yeah, about that. I, no, there hasn't. I mean, not even okay, Not even okay. Uh, Walter, well, what was his like, name?
2: Let's let's the pause on could the questions for a second. How how <laughs> yeah. justified? How justified do you guys think this is? Should we be pumping the brakes on, on the hype here? Yeah. With my I would,
3: Yes, I would pump them a little no! bit. No, yeah.
2: no.
1: Why? It's fun. It's fun. He made a one-handed <laughs> catch, and I watched it fifty times, and it's because
3: awesome. they've only had three padded so? practices. So,
1: man. So icky. He's, he's Jerry Rice and Jim Brown if they had a love child. I,
2: I will <laughs> say this. I mean, it, it's got clear. For the, at least it's the first. Clear. Season. This, from both a fantasy and just a offensive need standpoint, it's clear that this offense needs more red zone ability and and just guys that create mismatches in that area of the field. And I would say that the clear guys so far, and I mean this for fantasy purposes mostly. I mean, Fleener. And Michael Thomas are two guys, and for whatever reason, that hasn't really happened with Brandon Coleman. I mean, he's not a guy that I've seen that can really box out and use his size to take advantage of. I haven't even of. heard about him. Yeah, I know. So, I, for, But even last year, I mean, I really thought that last year, Coleman was going to be this guy that created matches, mismatched matches in the red zone and would score maybe six, seven, eight touchdowns, and that never really happened. So. Yeah. Uh, For me, those are the two guys to really watch: Michael Thomas and Fleener. And you know, maybe Thomas only gets 40 catches next year, but if six of them are touchdowns, seven of them are touchdowns. um, You know, if he has a late-season run, he might be a good guy for fantasy.
1: And the wasteland that is the Saints' second-round picks the last decade. I mean, they're just due to hit on one by just sheer (laughs) luck.
2: And
3: if they are gonna hit, if they are gonna hit on, it's gonna be a you know a wide receiver.
2: Yeah, I I love how like I I love how pretty much the only second-round pick from Sean Payton that's on the roster is the one they took in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin,
1: what should we be, I mean, Dave, what should we be more excited about? Michael Thomas being Odell Beckham the second or CJ Spiller being a hundred percent healthy? Uh,
3: I didn't think that CJ Spiller was a hundred. I thought I read something that said he was, you know, close, but really not a hundred percent. For First of all, Michael Thomas obviously is going to be way better than Odell Beckham Jr., so he's got to go with that. <laughs> <All
2: right. laughs> I like this. Kid. This is. A good I think I think people forget how good C.J. Spiller was. I mean, that guy. Yeah, because it was seven years ago. How could you blame us? Well, fair enough. But I, I think <laughs> if he's healthy and he can make cuts, and I mean, everything I've read about him at practice, and I'll, I'll see them. I'm going to the Greenbrier. Um, at the end of this week. So I'll get a chance to check it out myself, but you know, it was was 2012 um, that he had his big season and then he followed it up in 2013 with another good year. Um, But we're talking about a guy that ran for 1200 yards and six yards a carry. Um, You know, he was that electric and if the saints can get anything close to that from him, it just adds an element to the offense Um, that, that could be huge. I really do believe it.
1: This is from Dylan, Kevin. Since Vaughn Bell is going to be really good, should we even give a fuck about Jairus Bird?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, nah. I mean, on the, on the flip side, I, I think I, I've come to a place where I expect zero from Jarris and I'll be surprised if the Saints get something out of him. You know, hopefully he makes it through training camp and he starts and he shows something, but I don't think he's ever going to materialize into something that we hoped for.
1: Yeah, we totally forgot about this. I can't believe this was overlooked. This should have led the podcast. If the two, if Hakeem Nix revives himself, would this be the best Saints receiving core under Payton? I can't, I can't believe we didn't talk about Hakeem Nix first. I mean, you would, you would expect me to call him Hakeem Hicks, right off the bat. But the media <laughs> on Twitter was doing it left and right the day that he, his first day. It was magical, Andrew.
2: Yeah, I mean, we had, what, triplet uh, Underhill, and Garrett. maybe Sean, Sean, oh yeah, it was, uh, who uh, was it? Christian Garrick. Christian Garrick, that's, that's right. Um, all three of them within the span of less than 24 hours. Had gotten his name wrong on Twitter. Can we call it's him amazing. if he's good?
1: Can we call him Akeem Hicks?
2: Absolutely. I mean, yeah, the longer him he stays on him the roster, Knicks. the better. But as he's, far a, as I'm concerned. He's a
1: he's a corpse, man. I mean he he is just old. He's.
2: A, you know what's shocking is he's only 28 years old. Yeah,
1: but he's like beat up, man. Uh, yeah. Can the can Kevin? Can the Saints' offense will us to a 12 and four record?
0: Can the wait? Say that again. all can, I heard was twelve and four, can the and, offense, and
1: my brain shifted. Can the Saints' <laughs> offense will will us to twelve and four record?
2: No, no. Only if we get competent no. play at guard.
1: Uh, Not even then. Uh, Dave, you watch Ballers. How was Sean Payton on the Ballers? I haven't
3: uh, yet. Last night I went to the Guns N' Roses concert. Oh, how was the Guns N' uh, Roses? Which was excellent, by the way. Um, you know, Axel showed his age a little bit. You know, he's not what he once was, but I mean, he's got a very distinctive voice in it. So it's awesome to be there and to hear those songs live. But um, Slash, I, I mean... I can't fucking say enough about that dude I, I'm you know Andrew's a guitarist I'm I'm not as good of a guitarist as Andrew but I, I play a little guitar myself and um, I've always loved guys <laughs> <laughs> I've,
0: I've
3: always I've always loved b- blues guys and guys like Clapton and uh, and Stevie Ray Vaughan but fucking he slashes up there man I mean did that Dave dude, just challenge me to a rock off? <laughs> no I just said you are better than me I'm pretty sure I made that quite clear <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, seriously. If, if if you grew up like in the in the 80s or the early, early 90s, like we all did, um, you probably grew up with that. Uh, they could play appetite for destruction species.
1: from beginning to end, and that is.
3: They played. Look, they played. They didn't. They came out. They didn't take any breaks. They didn't do any fucking talking. None of that bullshit. No jokes. They just fucking came out and rocked and played, and they played every song you wanted to hear. The only song they didn't play last night was um, Patience. They didn't do Patience. Um, But they did every other song you know, plus some songs that you don't know. They did a couple of, uh, I thought it was cool, they did a couple of songs, Slash did a couple of acoustical, not acoustic, um, uh, on on the electric, but just by himself sort of. They did a, uh, a cover of the Godfather theme. And they did a cover of uh, Layla, the, the the second part of Layla, Layla the instrumental part. Um, and uh, I mean, holy shit, man! Slash, like a- Andrew could probably agree with me. There's some like if you play guitar or any instrument really, and you watch somebody who's like f- like the most amazing person at that instrument, it's like you never want to touch your instrument again because you're like, <laughs> I'm never going to be that good. I can't. I'm. I'm. I don't even know why I'm bothering even doing this anymore. Yeah, I
2: would uh, say uh, he he was never necessarily my favorite, but like the thing that blows my mind about Slash is you realize like those timeless melodies and riffs that he wrote yeah. he did that when he was like 17 and 18 like can you imagine <laughs> yeah. like an 18 year old like just hanging out in his basement and he's just like oh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna write the timeless riff to welcome to the jungle welcome to the jungle that's now. like
1: prince his prince recorded his first album at 18 and it's kind of like it's pretty good but you're like then you think, oh, he did that at eighteen. You're like, wow. All right, I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. For- Wait, anyway, I never
3: actually answered the question, so I, I didn't. So I didn't watch Ballers, but I knew after last week that there was going to be some something with the Saints, uh, and I know that Peyton made a cameo because I saw it today on on Twitter. Yeah. But I'm going to watch it tonight.
2: Okay. Wait, I- Dave, can, can we hear your can we hear your quick review of the Gleason movie?
3: Oh yeah. Um, the Gleason movie. Also, everybody needs to get. If, if you live in a city where they're where they're playing the movie, uh, you seriously, seriously, seriously need to go um, see the movie. Um, it was amazing. It was so well done. Um, what percentage of the movie is like Saints or Saints footage? Very little. It, it yeah. has. It, it's they, they they just mentioned you know the kick and the punt and all that very briefly um, at the beginning. Obviously, to set it up for those people who who maybe don't know, but I mean, the movie really is about him. It's kind of told through his wife, Michelle, Um, but it's, you know, it's about him and um, having a family and Michelle, uh, Michelle is amazing. I mean, for, for everything that she's had to do, I mean, she had a child and she had a young son and at the same time, she was having to take care of Steve and deal with the fact that her husband is, you know, terminally ill and uh, you know, all that. And it's also about, it's not just about Steve's relationship with his son, but it's also about his relationship with his father. Um, and obviously, as you would expect, it's very sad. There are a lot of sad moments, but there are also equally as many um, funny moments. So it's kind of like this roller coaster. I mean, they, you know, they hit you with mm-hmm. this incredible scene. I mean, there's, there's a couple of scenes that stand out to me. Steve, a scene with Steve and his dad um, where he's, almost lost his ability to talk um there's a scene with him and michelle where they're laying down in their different beds because obviously they they can't sleep in the same bed um it's just and it just it stuck with me it stuck with me all that night and it stuck with me and Aaron. uh you know the next day too we, i was still That's like Dave's very wife for those yeah, that's of you my, wife. All right. my wife. My um, wife. So, Dave, it's on and, Amazon uh, it's,
1: Prime, I
2: think, too. If you want to watch it, if
3: you can, oh, if you can, um, really do it, go watch it. Support the support. Wait, them. you can
2: watch it on Amazon Prime right now. I think
3: you have to pay for it. I think you. I think you still have to pay for it, even though you're okay. a Prime. Yeah,
2: but how much? Um, how much for Prime? I don't,
3: like I twenty I, bucks or something. No, it'd be like. I, have, I think
1: it's like five ninety nine.
3: Oh, like it's not. Uh, like I'm it's, gonna watch that shit tonight. Yeah. Uh, Oh, please, please do. Um, but it's, it's, um, you know, the one thing I didn't know was that um, Steve was actually close to, to dying at one point because of his bre- His breathing was failing him, so he chose to have a tracheotomy um, and 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 chose to keep breathing with assistance. And um, and apparently, only five percent of people with ALS choose to even have that surgery. I guess probably. Mostly because by the time you're at that point you're a burden on your family and nah. you know it, you're you're just delaying the inevitable but but you know, Steve has obviously chosen to do anything and everything he can. Um he's got a son, I'm sure any every any any yeah. extra day he has with his son he'd probably take and uh and again, just sort of knowing the family and um it's it's even even more difficult to watch. Mm.
1: So yeah, I would I would recommend it. I, I'm gonna watch, I've I've got it on. If you, I'm gonna have to watch it on Amazon Prime as well. But Andrew, I think like Dave said, you can pay for it, but it's not it's not like an
2: exorbitant amount. So all right. no, I, I didn't realize I could do that. I'm yeah. I'm I'm all in.
1: So that does the the Twitter question. But I have a Twitter question for you guys. Is I was in New Orleans this weekend uh, to see family and my wife. Wanted to no go. Oh, my wife. She wanted to go to a flirty girl and to get some. I got, oh, like, the, I, I got uh, like. I got like. I got like. We're KB gonna have a
3: conversation week. off air.
1: Kind of the KB onesie and all that. But uh, I went to Black and yeah. Gold. Uh. I went to Black and Gold and they had on the discount rack Pierre Thomas jerseys and I didn't get it.
2: Five but, bucks. You totally should have. But I but have a Pierre Thomas jersey. Pierre Thomas. Thanks, is, Brian.
1: Is, is he? He's a. <laughs> he's a retro. Jersey that'll always be good, right? If you wear it, people...
2: absolutely.
1: So, I need to tell my mom to go back and get it for me. It was $10.
2: Yeah, there, there's no bad blood with PT. It's not, you know, like that. You know, I, I would even say there's some guys like Morton Anderson, Bobby Bear, like he, even they have the Falcons stink on them. <laughs> Joe <laughs> the Horn, st- um, you know, Stank. Jimmy Graham was traded to the Seahawks. You can like get it, Jimmy there's a bunch the of, you know, it. even Willie Rofe, like he left under some. Yeah. Pretty awful allegations and terms. and So, I mean, some of the Saints greats, you know, Sammy Knight, Joe it, it ended badly. Uh, but Charles Bentley. I mean, there's plenty of Saints, great Saints that, you know, I think highly of that, you know, they it wasn't a perfect ending yeah. um, in New Orleans for them. But, uh, I mean, with, with Pierre Thomas, for the most part, I mean, pretty I, good I don't ending. really feel like, yeah, you can't really say that it was bad blood or anything. So, right. it's a timeless jersey.
1: So... Alright, that answers that. So, uh, go to Saints Nation. You can get uh, you, you can listen to Brian's podcast. He has good audio this week. And Nick Underhill is a guest. You can go to Canal Street Chronicles uh, and get your Saints fix as training camp is covered.
2: Yeah, and late this week I'll be uh, at the Greenbrier, so I'll be giving oh, constant updates see, about that.
1: I like Andrew at the Greenbrier. That's when I really pay attention because Andrew gets salty and he's like, that dude sucks. And it's it's. I think the, he's he's more honest and or f- open than the regular New Orleans media. I'll just say it. And of course, Kevin is on the Twitters with me, talking uh, the politics. Kevin, I've I, yep. I, I hammered I hemorrhaged followers during the two conventions, but I'm I'm, I'm back. <laughs> I've gained I've gained a I've gained a bunch back since my Channel Four column posted. But I hemorrhaged followers, you know. I, so anyway. Uh, so go to the something
2: Twitter. About, uh, about tweeting politics, man. I mean, it's good for a, a loss of about ten followers a tweet.
1: Yeah, if I'm not. Well, whatever, you know. I, like
2: it's like regardless st- of where you stand. On stick
1: things. to sports, but it's like you talk about whatever yeah. the fuck you want on Twitter. Why can't I? So
0: right, it's fucking Twitter, dude.
1: Exactly. So, um, so go to the Twitters and find me and Kevin. Uh, go to and go to Saints Saint Nation. Go to Canal Street So for Dave, for Kevin for Andrew. Uh, Until next week, the bar is closed.
2: Are you pulling duct tape over a dead body? Are you stapling it together?